This is Truth Matters Church. Visit us at truthmatterschurch.org. Thank you for downloading this week's devotional titled Our Motives in Ministry. I'm Associate Pastor Jeremy. Piggybacking his statement about being courageous to preach the gospel in the face of persecution, that's Philippians 1, verses 12 to 14, the Apostle Paul continued to provide further reassurance for believers to stay strong and keep focused on the goal of advancing the gospel for Jesus Christ. In Philippians 1, verses 15 to 18, Paul wrote, Some, to be sure, are preaching Christ even from envy and strife, but some also from goodwill knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. The former proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition rather than from pure motives, thinking to cause me distress in my imprisonment. What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed, and in this I rejoice. A transient read of this passage brings several questions to mind. Who are these people that are preaching Christ from envy and from strife? And Who are those that are doing it from love? And finally, can the true gospel really be preached from a selfish heart? Tackling the first question, when we look at the Greek word used here, which is translated as selfish ambition, it is eretheia, and it is specifically meant to describe one who seeks political gain by unfair means. It is a self-seeking, partisan, fractious frame of mind, which stands in stark contrast to the attitude of a healthy converted believer. They may not be false teachers per se, as we read about in 2 Corinthians 11 and in many other places, but instead are teaching or serving with completely defective motives. Typically, the root of this attitude stems from the desire to be wealthy and powerful. See Matthew 6, 24, Matthew chapter 23, Galatians 6, verse 3, etc. By comparison, we answer the second question. Those who preach Christ out of love are not self-seeking, and instead they have pure motives, which is the advancement of the gospel to the lost and the teaching of sound doctrine to believers. They serve the church and Jesus Christ without anticipating or seeking the potential benefits to themselves, either in power, prestige, or wealth. I believe from the greater context of this passage that Paul is reassuring the believers of Philippi that they had the right motives. There's really no indication here that the local church as a whole was tainted with false or selfish teachers, but instead he appears to be comforting them with the fact that, though he was being afflicted even more in his persecution by some of the people in the church, there was no need to worry because, in the end, the gospel was being preached. He proclaimed, "'And in this I rejoice, yes, and I will rejoice.'" Once again, Paul's pastoral and servant heart shines through as he encouraged readers to see the good in his suffering just as he did. And this brings us to our final question. Can the true gospel really be preached by those with selfish desires? Surprisingly, the answer seems to be yes. However, that person would lose their spiritual reward for doing so. Reference Matthew 6 verses 1 and 2. What comes to mind as I consider this is the story of Balak and Balaam, found in Numbers chapter 23. Balak was the king of Moab, and he offered to pay Balaam, a corrupt, selfish prophet, to curse Israel. But through God's divine intervention, Balaam ended up blessing Israel four separate times. Balaam did not set out to utter these blessings, yet he could not resist in proclaiming the truth. 
God sovereignly advances his word regardless of man's intention. Reference Isaiah 55 verse 11. If preached in truth, the gospel will go forward, even if the heart of the preacher is not quite right. Nevertheless, each of us must consider our heart and motives in ministry work. Are we in ministry to be in the spotlight, gain notoriety, or even become wealthy? Or is our attitude one of a true servant of Christ and his gospel, which is humble, giving, and unpretentious? Let us strive to be of the mind that Paul urges later in this same letter. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you not only look to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. That's Philippians 2, verses 3 to 4. Thank you for downloading this week's devotional from Truth Matters Church. If you'd like to get these each week in your inbox, contact us at truthmatterschurch.org. Have a blessed day.